Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today we have someone very special on the show. She is someone that I have looked up to for years. Um, someone who's a fashion girly on the <laughs> gram. Um, and just someone who just oozes confidence and wants to do something with her life and wants to, you know, change the world. So this is a very, very special person. This is Charity. Oh my gosh, you're literally like making me blush. I hate being complimented. I well, hate get it so it. much. I get so awkward. I'm like, shh, 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 don't say that. But that's so sweet. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Um, and today I think the topic is very personal, I guess, mm-hmm. because it's a demographic that represents us. And I feel like it's not really talked about that much in Zim. I feel like it's talked about in a negative way rather than a positive way mm-hmm. or just like your experiences you know whatever so um the topic today is basically just our experiences as being i guess bigger women or plus size women or yeah just the whole body positivity kind of movement and just accepting that bodies are different so that's just kind of the vibe that we're going for today mm-hmm. um but yeah those are the vibes i hope you enjoy the episode and wow. what we have to say and you can always, you know, message me and like ask and all that kind of stuff. So don't be afraid to reach out. So I think one of the first questions that I had for you was, what has been your experience in dating as a plus size girl? Um, I I know it's gonna sound a little bit fat phobic, but I think it's you know <laughs> how what are you about to say? It's just how I grew up, and it's like I'm still unthinking it, but because I was like always like you know seen or like known as whatever the bigger girl things mm. like that i feel like people only loved us for a minute when like butts came into fashion and that's mm. it like after that they're like uh okay whatever yeah um but i never thought that i would find love because of my size like mm. i thought that i would find love only if someone pitied me and i think that's like it's so bad to think about because yeah. it's yeah. like you're saying that you're not attractive you aren't sexy you do not deserve love when Really, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just something that society has like placed upon us. So I really wanted to ask, like, what has been your experience like in dating and like <laughs> okay, we don't have to talk about those exes, but <laughs> but just in it's general. Just such a big question, right? Because it's I don't know. Like I think, um where do I even start? Like, do do I start, um, like, high school and then, like, going to university and, like, moving? Um, Do I... Because I think the experience, my experience dating is... It's so so complicated. I don't know what to say. So, I left Zim when I was, like, what, 19? And before then, like, high school and stuff, I didn't date much. Mm -hmm. And I think one of those reasons was because, like, I was not one of the... I was not the pretty girl. The it girl. Yeah, I was not the it girl. I was one of... I was was the I mean, I thought you were one of them. Okay. 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 (laughs) So, I think because of, like, I was the big girl. And I think I also just grew up in a... Like, my parents were strict, all these things. So, I didn't really date much in, in high school. I mean, I... I did, but like, I don't, things I also don't count high school relationships. Like, I think they were so silly. So, even the childhood friends. Yeah. So, the relationships <laughs> that I had when I, like, I had a boyfriend for like, what, almost two years uh-huh. um, towards the end of high school. Whenever people ask me, like, how many exes do you have? I don't count it. Like, I don't count anything in high school. So, I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to start talking about like my experience dating ever since I moved. Yeah. Like, um, in a different space. Yeah. In a different space when I feel like I'm older, I'm kind of in a space to actually date properly, type of thing um and it's 
it's hard, right? Yeah. Like, because the beauty standard, as much as we might want to be like, oh yeah, I'm so hot, whatever. The beauty standard does not recognize us as, yeah. as being attractive. And a lot of people, a lot of guys, I think are, sometimes it's not even that, I feel like you, you're going to be attracted to what you're attracted to. Right? Yeah, that's Regardless true. of beauty standards, you're yeah. going to be attracted to who you're attracted to. But because of those beauty standards, you kind of, you're kind of ashamed yeah. to be like, oh no, I actually like, you know, bigger women. Like I actually love thick women. It's like, so I think a lot of guys end up loving you in, in private. Yep. Uh, where, yeah. <laughs> yep. Where guys, you know, you have guys kind of like hitting on you or like talking to you on Instagram or whatever, but it never really goes anywhere because I don't think they're ready to confront the fact that your preference is not really necessarily the cookie cutter of what yeah you know the ideal girl is and who the boys are gonna say like oh she's fine or whatever so it's been dating has been yeah it's been interesting that's yeah. what I was like I can't it's been yeah it's it's a it's it's such a big conversation like I don't even know where to start or where to end um but it's like you do find yourself being desired but you this now that question was like am I fetish yeah or do you actually like me do you and then you also like self-sabotage and you're like i don't think he actually likes me or like oh my gosh do i have to lose weight for him to continue liking me yeah it's very it's very complicated and i think i'm still trying to figure it out yeah i think one thing that i feel like we're also not talking about is the fact that we are not light-skinned plus-size women oh there's like another layer where i feel like especially when i moved to europe is Mm. that I felt like a fetish not only maybe because of my size or like I had a big ass or whatever, but also because they were like, oh, I want to do a black girl. Mm. Like, I want to see how black girls are and stuff like that. So that was something I was really like not interested in. And I was Mm. just like, if you're going to see me for what you can experience or you just want to try a a ride around, you like it's Africa or whatever. (laughs) Like, I was like, bro, like. That is not me. Yeah, I don't want to be your experiment. You know? Please and thank you. So I think it was always, for me, it was very disheartening because I struggled, well, until I met my boyfriend, but I struggled to meet people that were just interested in who I was as a person. Okay, yes, you can think I'm pretty, whatever. But, like, wanting to get to know me for me, not just Mm. because of my body type or my, you know, my race or things like that. So that was also an interesting thing. And also, one thing that I realized... I mean, I don't want to start shit on here, but most of like the black guys in Europe only date white skinny girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing. I was about to say my my dating experience living like not in Zim in a predominantly like white space. Um, because it's not just about my size, but it's also because I am a black woman. Yeah. Right. And I think about just when you look at the amount of black women that I know that are not partnered in comparison to a lot of black guys that are partnered, but a lot of them are like with white women or with, yeah. you know, so it's like this, it's like a double whammy. Like I'm not that fat. I'm also <laughs> black. I'm also not light skinned. I'm also <laughs> like, it's like, yo, when will I get a break? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very, I think a lot of it is very systemic. Like it's, yeah. it's one of those things. Like it's, it's, it's rooted in racism. It's rooted in like, misogyny. Uh, it's yeah. rooted in, there's so many things. But I think what we can do, I'm not going to, I always say that like, I'm never going to, I go where I'm wanted, right? Yeah. Like I'm not one to 
fight for because like okay i need to define myself a black man if you don't want me let's struggle love i'm okay. sorry I'm, like if you <laughs> so, i go i think i've kind of come to a space where i'm like i go where i'm wanted like yeah. if, if there's a guy that is white that you know that genuinely seems to be interested in me i'm gonna go for that i'm not going to be like oh you know i don't do white men or i don't do um whatever man like i'm really purple like, man. yeah i've become <laughs> i don't do asian men i've become very open yeah to the possibilities just because I can't die on the hill of that won't be who my don't hill. Want me. Yeah. Like it's not, I don't even like hills. I don't like hiking. <laughs> I don't like I am not dying on the hill. So I, I think at some point it's also just like a, you kind of I don't think it's something you ever completely come to terms with or something that yeah. you stop struggling with. Yeah. Ever. I think it comes in ways. Society we live, I was about to it, say that yeah. as well. Even in terms of like body image, right? Oh my gosh. There's days where I'm like, I am the hottest girl yeah. alive. Nobody can say anything to me. Then the day, then there's days where I'm like, I'm never going to find love. Yeah. No one is ever going to love me because you are disgusting. So it's very... It's Yeah, it comes know? in waves because yeah. I feel like as much as... Well, personally, I try to like... Not to get out of that narrative, but I just don't let the narrative that the world pushes control me. Yeah. But then also there are other times like where I'm like, okay, but I'm not the ideal woman. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I think this is also something we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is why we're having an episode, but even within like the body positivity movement, Mm -hmm. there are ideal shapes. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, what if I don't, I don't fit that. Yeah. You know, like, I think slowly people, there's a lot of, um, like influencers or whatever who are trying to kind of like break through that mold. Do you know what? Mm. Mid-sized girlies. Oh my shut the fuck. Oh, you yep. just triggered me. <laughs> I am so triggered. Sometimes I'll be on TikTok and you see this babe talking about, oh, you know, it's so hard being a plus size girl, or like, oh, and I'm like, babes. <laughs> no. No, not Don't you. Not Don't you. say that. Not Don't you. say that. I remember. I was like, when I started the whole group, like for Zim girlies who mm. are like bigger and stuff, just to find some community, some of the people that wanted to join, I was just like, honey, you're not plus size. Are you trying to make fun of us? <laughs> like, you're or, not plus size. Like, what's going you on? You think that you want to be a part of a club, like, but you're not part of the club. No, you're you can't even get in. <laughs> you can't even get in. I always say that. I remember, um, actually, I think we spoke about this on one of our episodes, the yeah. Sante, and we're talking about how. Some people are very, they like like emotional intelligence. Yeah. Like you have people, those people that are like mid-size or like they know clear, they know very well. They know very well that they're not anywhere near your size. They yeah. know that. And then they'll come to you and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't tell. I'm so fat. I'm so fat I'm right so now. Fat. And I'm like. I feel so disgusting. <laughs> like, okay. I'm like, so what do you think what? about me? That part. If, it's like, if, if you're you know, that about yourself, then how do you view me? Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of people like. Some, sometimes we had, I don't think sometimes people realize what you're doing, yeah. but I think because fat phobia is so it's it's deeply rooted, it's, it's so very deeply rooted, rooted. that so many people are fat phobic and they don't even realize we are sometimes fat phobic. Yeah, I'm fat. I mean, I've I've never experienced it, but yeah, I think I you know, I think sometimes not even fat phobic to people, but fat phobic to myself. Yeah, you know where I hold certain ideas about what I deserve, what I should do, what I can't do because of my size. Or that, like um, for me, it's it's the whole like. I haven't taken pictures this year because I felt like I gained so much weight and I'm mm. like, I don't deserve memories. 
but I do. I know that's so sad sad. when you really think about it. It's like this is the youngest you're ever gonna be. Yeah, your body is not disgusting, your body is you know, it's you enjoy your body, you know. And I feel like that's like some of the things I have to like look at myself and I'll be like, yo, Kim, like you need to stop. This is this is bad for you, you know, it's really bad for you, but yeah, that's the whole and social media doesn't help, yes that oh my gosh i'm not gonna lie i felt really affirmed when i don't know this influencer posted like with a boyfriend that was skinnier than her Mm. i love the caption because so many people were like yeah i relate i relate because my boyfriend is skinnier than me he's taller than me Mm -hmm. but he's skinnier than me and i feel like sometimes when we go out people always like how does this work like how does this work but i felt really affirmed in that moment but then Mm. i also like there was a point where like one of my friends was like that could never be me. And I was like, bro. Okay. Like, hey, <laughs> you're not that person. You get to choose, I guess. But yeah, I think it's it's really interesting, like just our experience within the whole love thing. And I feel like for me, it also has changed like from Zim to, you know, Europe and stuff. They also have different ideals. So yeah. 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 Cause I think honestly, I feel like I feel more attractive actually in Zim than i do in canada uh-huh. just because i feel like there's here there's more people who look like me yeah so i don't feel as much of a like an anomaly mm-hmm. uh so interestingly enough i think it's different for for you because yeah I, yeah <laughs> I think I, kind of the opposite because i think i feel more desirable and wanted in zim than i do yeah. in canada so i want like why do you feel why is it the other way around for you i think it's because <laughs> this is gonna be a bad reason <laughs> But I think it's because guys over there, like, take me less, like, for idiots kind of thing. Whereas <laughs> here in Zim, it's like, I don't know. I feel like in Zim is more, like, very, like, your body, your body. Like, sometimes I feel like, you know, like, cat calling and stuff like that. Mm. Like, I feel physically uncomfortable. Yeah. I felt physically uncomfortable since I was, like, 12, 13 because mm. my body hasn't really changed. It's just, Which like, gotten so, bigger. Like, when I think about it, sorry to yeah? that, but when I think about it, um, and I'm like, that is wild because I started getting cat call probably when I was, like, 10. And they think you're a big woman that because is, you have things. That is nasty. Like, it is. That is a nasty. You had grown men. And things from your face. Yeah. You can tell that I am a child. <laughs> you can tell that I'm a child. But still, like the... Uh, ew! Yeah. Like you just triggered me when you saw oh, 12, 13. I was like, that's just... That's, it is. It's a filia. It is. That is nasty. Yeah, no. So nasty. I think also because of that, and it's like, I don't know. It's not that I feel... Maybe I also feel more appreciated there because my boyfriend is from there. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah, not like yeah. every guy is like that, but I just feel like they are more open, I guess. So yeah. Um, but yeah, we have to move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Others will be speaking about forever. But yeah. Okay, now I wanted to direct our conversation more into the line of fitness, gym babe type stuff. For all of you guys that don't know, charity is the fitness girl. Yeah, okay, don't say uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's like, you know, lifting weights, doing her thing on Instagram and stuff like that. You should open a fitness page. I want to open one, but for myself. Can I follow? Because, like, yeah, for myself, my maybe like a few couple friends, just because, like, I take a while of it, just kind of like track my, sorry, mm-hmm. this is not first, do what. Yes, but up. yes, no, <laughs> no, Jane, no. This is what we're talking about, just mm. like gym and fitness and just experiencing that in plus size. So keep on going. Yeah. You are on the right track. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think for me, 
I don't really have any problems going to the gym as like a plus size babe, but I think it's probably because I've been doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. But I think I started, I didn't enjoy exercise in high school. Mm-hmm. Because the exercise we did, I didn't enjoy like cross country, all the bane of my existence. <laughs> Think about it now, I want to cry. <laughs> like that was the worst part of my entire life experience is having to do cross country for six years. Actually, more than six years, because in primary school we had to do yeah. as well. Anyway, so I think I started like enjoying uh working out and like fitness after I was done with um with high school and kind of just doing what I want and things that I enjoy. Um and I think also because my family generally like Val- not values but like my family has always been people who like to exercise like my mom would go on runs in the morning or jogs in the morning um so i think we always kind of saw the value in mm-hmm. in exercise not necessarily as a weight loss thing but just as a like health thing and i think that's yes i think that's one of my motivators when i started um was because i i am in the health field so mm-hmm. i value health right mm-hmm. so it's like which is contradictory because like i'm fat and people will be like that's not healthy <laughs> but i think i just enjoy feeling like i'm fit feeling like i'm strong i can do things i can do that things. was the biggest yeah, thing for yeah. me yeah i think yeah. for me, that's the biggest thing is to be able to do stuff like mm-hmm. i don't want to ever um like we want to go do an activity on holiday or like i want to go do that but i can't do it because i'm not i'm not physically capable of mm-hmm. doing that like, i don't want my size to impact like the quality of life that I yeah. have. Um, so for me, the reason why I work out, it's not to become skinny. Firstly, because I know I'm never going to be skinny. <laughs> like it's never going to happen. Like that is not in the books for me. Like yeah. I don't think it's physically possible. If, if I was to be that skinny, check on me. Cause something's <laughs> wrong. Were you <laughs> kidnapped? Are they starving? Yeah, you? something is actually wrong. Cause I just, you know, I think I don't think everyone's body is meant to be skinny. Like, I genuinely yeah. don't think everyone's meant to be skinny. I don't think everyone is meant to be a size two. That would be so boring if all of us had the same size. Yeah. So I think I'm always going to be plus size in some, sh- like, Shape form. or form, yeah. Yeah, in some shape or form. But I think I want to be the best plus size I can be. Yeah. Right? And I just really enjoy... I enjoy feeling strong. Like, I really enjoy, like, going to the gym and, like, being able to squat more than I did two weeks ago. Like, that's, that that gives me so much joy. I don't think yeah. you understand. Like, it makes me so happy. Um, even, like, I started trying um, spin. Mm-hmm. And just, it's so hard, but I feel so good after. So, it's, it's more about just, like, feeling good and feeling like I'm taking care of myself. Um, so, it's kind of what, like, motivates me. And I think because I've been going to the gym on and off mm-hmm. for maybe like six years now, I've kind of become accustomed to being a big girl in the gym. Initially, I remember actually uh, when I started working out, I first started like trying to exercise at home because I was like, I need to be skinny. I did that. Before I actually yeah. go in the gym because I can't be a fat girl walking into the gym. I felt that way, yeah. Which is so dumb because you think about it, when people always make fun of people like who are uh, plus size who are working out or who are trying to work out and they're like, ha, 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 you look so bad, this is whatever. And you're like, okay, you want people to lose weight or mm-hmm. to be healthier, but then you make fun of them when they're actually trying yeah. to do that. It makes no sense. Which shows you that it's not rooted in health. Like people's uh, perceptions of fat people has nothing to do with health. It's just to do with fat phobia. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Um, so initially, yeah, like I was like, I need to lose weight first. I felt that way. Yeah, I felt that way because I was um, in Europe and 
I don't know. I didn't feel confident enough to like go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the beginning of last year, I had made a goal that I want to at least exercise three times a week. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to hit like a hundred day challenge. I actually finished yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I was so proud of myself. I actually finished it. Cause I felt like I had been like combined with like COVID and stuff like that. I had been so lazy yeah. and I missed being able to run. Mm-hmm. I missed being able to like, you know, just do things and dance all the time and yeah. all, all these things without getting tired. Yeah. And I felt like I really missed myself because I'm not in the same place where it's like sunny all the time. You have a garden, you can do shit, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I wasn't at school. I think school really helped me and my body because I've never been skinny. Like, don't get it wrong. I've never, ever been skinny. I've always been the biggest something. But I feel like school really helped me in the sense that i had sport to do mm. used to walk between classes da, 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 da. so like now when i come back home and then everyone's like oh my gosh you've gained weight da, da, da. and i'm just like guys i, I don't know what to tell you yeah first of all sorry like like what do you want? i don't understand <laughs> for me and first of all it's like there's so many other things i feel like you know I think there's like a second puberty that people go through mm. because my boobs were never this big. Like a lot of things were not the way I got yeah. acne for the first time when I was 20. Like I never had acne my whole life. Yeah. Um, so like just a lot of hormones are changing and I'm still trying to understand that. And I'm, tr- I'm still trying to like get behind that. And so my fitness journey was very personal. So I was very mm. scared to go to the gym and like people make fun of me and stuff. And then I went to London on exchange and they had a gym in the building. Mm-hmm. So now I didn't have an excuse. Yeah. It was like, girl, it's you got, right there. You got the weights downstairs, you know? Yeah. So that really helped me and it really gave me confidence. And mm. I did more research and I found out that it's actually like strength training that matters more than like cardio. So I would like either walk for like 15 to 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then do strength training or do strength training and then walk yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, let me just, you know, do a balance. And I kind of felt like really good. Like yeah. I could like pick up some stuff. I was like, oh, like, okay. yeah. <laughs> so it's like a bit yeah. so excited. Like when I think like just feeling like you're getting stronger. Yeah. Being like actually I was able to run for, yeah, but it was like a minute. Last week I could only run for 45 minutes before yeah. stopping. Now I can do it for a minute. Yeah. It's just like, I think, I think um, exercise becomes more enjoyable when the goal is not like to lose weight or the goal is not that I can be skinnier. I think I started enjoying like working out more when it was really just for me, just for yeah. like, enjoying being able to feel like I'm being stronger, being able to, um, you know, go for longer without running out of breath or without having to stop. Yeah. So I think when you kind of shift your mindset of how you view exercise I think that's if you I, I really try to view exercise as something that I'm doing for my health. Yeah. So that when I'm old, I don't have weak bones. <laughs> that when I'm, you know, if I want to go whatever, I'm able to walk without yeah. Without feeling like I'm dying. I'm able to do this and that. So I think, yeah, I think the way we frame exercise as plus size girls, I think it's always been around like, oh, to lose weight. Because even yeah, like I would have people, um, I remember when it was like a while. I think it was during COVID when I was at home because um, we have a home gym. And I remember I'd go to the home gym and like the gardener was like, ah, sisikasi, mbraluza, wait, and I was like, no, when people see like a big girl in the gym, they automatically think yeah. it's because you're trying to lose weight. Um, but I think once I kind of stopped looking at it from that point of view, just going because I'm enjoying it and because I love sweating and feeling like I'm getting stronger and all these things, it became more like I genuinely enjoy going to the gym because it's not for it's not for like aesthetics so i think it becomes stressful because now the aesthetics are not aesthetic and then i'm like oh you know what i'm it's done. not coming to life it's and you're like come yeah. on what's going on and then you end up stopping so i would say like and also most people don't care 
Mm-hmm. Like most people, like they go to the gym. Some people may stare, some people may look at you and be like, uh, judge you, but then what? What would be No. Are they paying your rent? No. Yeah, that's the truth. You know, so I think once you kind of, honestly, once you stop caring and you wear cute gym clothes, like. <laughs> I wonder if I wear some cute gym clothes. Yeah. <laughs> you get cute gym clothes and it's like, it's vibes. Like you don't even think about it. So, and that 100 day challenge you did that was like actually really encouraging because i think during that time i wasn't working out because mm. i had like a couple months that i wasn't working out i was like kim was doing the things and she would be like she did like twelve thousand steps i'm like i have two thousand <laughs> it's like get your ass up and i mean walk. i was trying you know, i was i was really trying so i want to get back into that and i want to i don't know i i feel like i have so much to do within my fitness journey because mm. i'm coming from a place like when i listen to like when i listen like to you speaking i'm like shit like this is why i talk to you like i this is who i get advice from when i i don't feel like shit you know like this is who i talk to when i need to pick clothes and stuff like that so i was like i'm I'm like listening and i'm like yeah i should not be afraid of going into a space and working on myself and i should not be ashamed of that yeah the Um, space is there for you too yeah you 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 deserve it you deserve that space i think we need to start allowing ourselves to deserve things and realize we deserve nice things I deserve to be in the same space as somebody who's maybe a size two is a bit, you know, they look like the ideal gym girl, right? And I don't look like the ideal gym girl, but I deserve to, yeah, what did she do exactly? That makes it deserve to be there, not me. Maybe she didn't, you know, the people like, maybe she didn't eat as much (laughs) or something. I don't know. I deserve nice things. But I think for me, it's just that because I'm coming from a space where I'm trying to improve my health mm. and I want to lose a little bit of weight. The thing is, I never want to be skinny. But it's also, you see that it's also okay that's to want thing. to lose weight. That's, I feel like that's like, not, not that it's not okay, but I feel like because we have this whole thing of self-love mm. and it's like, you should be happy the way that you are. Because then if I get into the thing that if you say I want to lose weight, then it's like, is this wrong? Do you hate yourself? You know, you, yeah. that's how like my brain works, like mm. in very much extreme. So I'm coming from a place where I want to actually love my body yeah. and like do it for the health and not just like, that's why on my journey this year, I have not done scales. Mm. Like my thing is like maybe my clothes or things like that. Yeah, I never do numbers because I'm like, so many things could be so happening. Deceiving. Numbers are so deceiving. So, so deceiving. I think also coming from that, it's just like, I don't know how to approach like the gym and how I see myself within like the fitness realm or whatever, yeah. because I'm not like the classic gym girly. I'm not like super skinny, tiny waist. I mean, I don't want to do that. Like, I still want to be like a yeah. thick girl. Like, yeah. I still want to be in the biz. But then I'm always comparing myself to what I used to look mm. like a couple years ago. And that's what really gets me. That's what really gets me. Yeah, you're triggered because I do that as well. Because pre-COVID, again, I've never been skinny. (laughs) Anyone who knows me, like I've always been the fat girl. I've always been plus size, literally my entire life since I was a child. Um, So never been skinny. But pre-COVID, I was smaller than I am now. Um, Same. I mean, I was 19. (laughs) And it's so funny when I look, when I look back at my pictures from like, just like 20 like beginning of 2020 or like end of 2019 and i'm like the way i used to body shame myself yeah and now i'm just like wow if i could just go back there like i want to be just, that just, girl just you know i just want to be that girl you know so it's that i think that just shows us just how like futile like body image is like it's so it's so fickle because back then we were being so hard on ourselves and now we're like oh my gosh you look so but good. like that was if i was to gain weight again i'm gonna look at myself like, oh, 
that was so good. So it's like, just enjoy the body you're in. If you want to lose weight, that's where I'm fine. Kind of really interrogate the reasons why you want mm-hmm. to lose weight and kind of the methods that you do that you use to lose weight. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm never I'm ever gonna stop myself. Babe. I'm sorry. I'm not a fat diet babe. I'm not like a I'll go run to burn off the bread that I ate. Not that. Just because I don't think again, if your focus is health that's not healthy <laughs> like yeah. starving myself is not going to be healthy so if i want to lose weight i'm going to try to do it in the most healthy way possible mm-hmm. but also trying to not end up being in a place where i'm like i hate myself or i'm like fat phobic because you do see a lot of people who uh were big and then they lose weight and they become Chloe the most, Kardashian. They become the most hopefully i won't get sued <laughs> <laughs> they become so fat phobic i'm like you were, you were with us just yesterday like yeah relax yeah, no. you know so I think that's also another thing. Like, I don't know if I could ever starve myself because of the household that I come from. And I'm not saying, like, they overfed us, anything like that. But my family's relationship with food is one of, like, where you enjoy. It's a time for family time. It's how my mom or my dad expresses their love. Like, both of them love to cook. And it's like, I don't know. I could never punish myself by denying myself. Like, I, okay, I have learned to cut out the bad things. I barely eat crisps. I barely eat donuts. Like, it's not like I have sugar around me all the time. Like, I actually like healthy things. That's the you thing. I feel like people, people don't understand. <laughs> like, okay, yes, I do love meat. That's one thing. I'm Zimbabwean. It's it's by nature. You know, it's by nature. But it's like, people think that I'm at home, you know, with all this stuff around me. Yeah, like I I'm eat secretly. And I'm drinking oil. And the- no. Guys, I think a lot of these things are so genetic. Because if you look at the way that I live, not here, because you're here, so maybe not here but when i'm like kind of in my routine when uh you know i'm I'm in canada and everything i don't eat horrible like i don't i'm not a i'm not a snacker i don't have like all these i barely snack like i have to force myself i don't have all of those but a lot of these things are genetic but i think because people see food is only oh your plus size you must be having mcdonald's every day it's like no (laughs) no McDonald's is expensive in the Netherlands. I can't even <laughs> afford it, bro. Like, you know what? I don't have to prove myself to anybody. Like, yeah. you can think what you... Because people are going to think, right? Even if it's these way, people are like, oh, she hated herself. Oh, now she looks bad. Now she looks sick. You're never going to please everybody. But yeah, I think this is a great time to transition into the next part. Mm. So the next part is just about how you experience, like, coming back home. Like, mm. people who know you. And then all of a sudden, it's like you eating too much like Mm. why are you so big so yeah that's like something i never truly understand is the fact that especially i think extended family Mm. are so quick to comment on your body and i'm like but you don't know what i'm going through what if i'm depressed what if i have health problems like i feel like they think they have the right to speak up about it and you know the funny thing is it'll be coming from people who have the ugliest bodies (laughs) the oldest and they're like Bro, like, I know you ain't talking, bro. Like, it's not you. Yeah. But yeah, like, what what do you think about that and that experience? And how do you navigate through that? Like, it's, I think now I don't really experience it much. Again, because I think I've been, I've been big forever. Like, you you can only say so much. (laughs) Like, you can, like, we know, we have, we know. I know, you know, we all know. Like, there's no reason to say it again. Um, so I don't think I've experienced it much like lately. So even mm-hmm. when I came back, um, not really, maybe like people who haven't seen me in a really long time, like very, but nothing 
super direct. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like a, I don't know, I, I had like a, it wasn't even a snarky comment when I went to, um, I think I went to the nail salon. Um, and she, what did she say? I don't know what she said, but it wasn't direct, but I could tell mm-hmm. like what she was trying to say and what she was trying to like convey. And that did bother me a little bit, but I think I got over it really quickly. So I'm like, I don't care about you. I don't know you. Um, but with my family, not so much. But when I was younger, hundred percent, like I mm-hmm. would get, oh my gosh, all the time I would go kumusha and you'd have people being I, like, that's why I don't like going kumusha, genuinely. Like you're getting bigger than your yeah. mom. And like as a child, you want to hear that, right? Yeah. That you're getting you're like, okay, so I'm old, so I'm all these things. Like, how are you comparing me and saying I'm bigger than my mother? <laughs> you know, things yeah. like that. So I think when I was younger, it really, like, it really did affect me. And I, I think it really did um, kind of affect the way I viewed myself and the way I I, I was very uncomfortable. I very, and I, I couldn't say anything also, because I think I was young. I hadn't really gotten the language, also not confident enough to yeah. like, stand up to those people. Because they're also older than you, right? And you grow up being told like respect your elders don't talk back to your elders so you just would kind of take it and just laugh it off um but i remember sometimes if i go to my mom and i'll cry and i'm just like oh you're being mean to me all these things or kind of like internalize it i think Mm -hmm. i internalized it a lot when i was younger um and yeah like that ended up making me not wanting to go to places that i should be going to like for for a really long time when i was young i didn't want to go kumusha because i knew the comments that i was going to get i knew people were going to body shame me i knew people were going to be just a horrid i didn't want to go there yeah and it's like but i i want to go see my grandma you know i want to do all these things but i didn't it's not something that i enjoyed doing so i, I don't think i really dealt with it much when i was younger because I, I didn't know what yeah. to do right like i hadn't and i think right now, now we have so many more like resources um to deal with there's so many podcasts that talk about like how to deal with like rude family members there's so many um there's so many people that are like us that are kind of mm-hmm. talking out about these things. So I've never personally had to kind of confront anybody about the things that actually, you know what? I think something that is helpful is having people who, but again, like you can't control that, right? Like, like people who will protect you. Yeah. Um, Cause I think for me, my mom would be the one to then be like, no, like don't say that to my child, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, I think having people that protect you, even if you're a friend, you know, I think, um, maybe not body shaming, for example, but I've got, because uh, one of my best friends is also plus size, and one of my other best, fr- best friends is not plus size at all, she's so very skinny. <laughs> I think um, I know the one, yeah. <laughs> very skinny, so, and she's very much aware mm-hmm. of that experience, so even, like, you can just tell by small things, you know, like, we'll go to um, a restaurant, um, and then there'll be, like, a tiny chair, and, like, a booth, and she's like, do you want to go to, the-? like, very small things, like, that. very aware of, like, what's happening with things, like, uh, remember we wanted to go when we were in Mexico, we wanted to go um we think of activities to do and she knew the activities that would kind of be like, ah, I don't ever want to do that because like what if the because I think we're we've been so traumatized yeah that we I think sometimes we stop ourselves. I'm really going off track, but I think sometimes we stop ourselves from enjoying things because we've been so traumatized where these things that we told you are unable to do. Um, so you don't even want to try anymore because you're like, oh, what if because it's so embarrassing, right? What if it breaks? Like yeah. if you're like on the thing, and and what if like... the harness breaks and then <laughs> What are you going to do? What are they going to do? But a lot of them are actually very much fun. Like, we can very much do that. Mm-hmm. But I think because of, um, there's so much, it sounds like such a deep word, like trauma. But honestly, growing up plus size is very traumatic. Like, it I is. won't lie. It's very traumatic. I remember going to, like, when you go on, like, on holiday for shopping, 
especially when I was younger. Oh now, my gosh. life is so much better now. But back then, I remember I hated shopping. I would cry and changing rooms. I never wore I jeans never for four years. Clothes. Yeah, I couldn't find I never wore jeans me. for four years. I wore tights only. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I did because I was so traumatized by going in and things not fitting. Yeah. And me like strutting. I was like, but bro, like I'm not even that big. Like, why can't yeah. I find something? Yeah. You know? the, back yeah. then, oh, that was rough. That was rough. But I think, um, yeah, I think I, I was kind of protected in that most of the family that I interacted with were close family, like family mm-hmm. that didn't body shame me. Um, but then I did experience people with body shame when you go to certain places. And I think I just... I don't know. I think it's something that I'm still working through because yeah. um, I think you internalize that and then you start viewing that off yourself or off other people. Um, but advice, I don't know what I would say. I don't know. I, f- I feel like you were talking about having experienced it more recently. So yeah. I'd kind of like to hear like your perspective on that. I think it's because like, I think I experienced mostly like, I think my internal family, there was a point and I was like, I'm not coming back home if y'all are going to treat me like this. Like mm-hmm. I am a person. I am more than just what I look like. Yeah. And I think they're understanding that more because I never actually felt fat within my own home. Mm-hmm. I only felt fat when I went like extended family, especially yeah. like, I don't know why, so but for some reason, my, my dad's side, they are just <laughs> skinny people. <laughs> oh, okay. Like most of them are skinny people, mm-hmm. but it's like, they are either skinny or like you're big boned, if that's what they want to say. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to had like my my dad's jeans. Like that's what I have. Like I can't, you know, change that. Yeah. So I always felt like I was never as skinny as the other cousins. Or I was mm. never, you know. But the thing is, I think they're I don't know. I don't want to feel really, really bad, but I feel like Zim has gone through a lot of stuff. And I know it's a little bit off track, but I'm making a point here. <laughs> okay. Zim has gone through a lot of stuff economically, right? So sometimes when people see a bigger person, they see it as a sign of wealth because you can eat, you can mm. do this, eat in excess. That's what they think, yeah. right? So I felt like when they saw me, especially my dad's side, it was like, no, like they need to find a way to demean me because mm. the schools that I'm going to or where my parents send me and they're like, no, now we're going to demean now you. you we know? have something we can use yes. to bring you down. So my mom always said like, no, these people are jealous of you. Like who wouldn't want like a fat ass, you know, mm. kind of thing. My mom always jokes. She's like, oh my gosh, if I had your body, I would have married a minister. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, literally she always says that. So sometimes I think about it from that perspective, it's like they're trying to, find a way to break me down mm-hmm. you know so i never really got to actually know them because i shut them up from the get-go yeah. like i mean you can't be telling someone at the age of 10 that like you know you don't deserve like, or you I'm eat 10, too much bro. i'm 10 and like, i think i find myself really trying to protect my sister as well yeah i guess a lot of these things are so genetic my sister is also she looks very much like wow i looked when yeah. i was younger and i remember just how traumatic that was and comments from people at I don't think I experienced it much at school, but I know how mean kids can be. Kids can uh, be and I mean. know how, you know, you can, when you go shopping and, you know, the jeans don't fit. Like, because I remember, I never, ever, 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 as a child, never shopped in the kids section. Because that, those, I was 10, but 10 to 11 did not fit me. <laughs> I had to wear 13 or 14 yeah. or 15, you know, so I always had to uh, wear clothes that are bigger than yeah. the age that I actually was. And I remember that always used to make me really... Like, oh, wait. So actually, they need to stop doing that. I think for kids' sizes, they need to stop doing ages and stop doing, like, sizes. Because, yeah, it's not, They need to stop. you know, there's no normal age for a person. Yeah, I need to actually petition for that. So I I think what we need to do for the next next generation, or even for each other, is really just protect each other. Yeah. Uh, So even, like, my plus-size friends, like, if they're talking bad about them, so I'm like, nope, we're not going to do that. 
Not not today. Not today, today. Seda. We're not going to do that. I need you to know that you are the baddest bitch alive. So I think we need to protect each other and protect, yeah, yeah, because sometimes it's hard to protect yourself because I think we're our worst critics. So I think we just need to be, yeah, surround yourself. And I think also just having friends that look like you. Yeah. It seems so silly, but I think it's so helpful because these, I can't have this type of conversation I'm having with you with my skinny friend. Like that would be so. That would be so awkward. That's you know? why I really I mean, wanted to do this. Yeah, we will because, have the conversation. Yeah. I'll be talking about how fat because I, I think we have. I have like educated some of my skinny mm-hmm. friends who think fat phobia and like skinny shaming, quote unquote, are the same thing. I'm like, no, no. You know, so your body has always been convers- in, like conversations in like yeah. that we can have, but I can't. You can't really be vulnerable about how, what you're experiencing if you don't have people who look like you. Yeah. So find friends that look like you encourage each other tell each other your hotties because you actually are not even just just because genuinely yeah i it's it's crazy when i hear my friends or even when i hear you talking shit about yourself and i'm like i look at you and i'm like what you know so we need to we need to be kinder to ourselves yeah, I think and fuck the family members. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you know that's that that really obviously touched me because I do come to you when I don't know because I feel like I don't have enough friends who look like me mm. who I can actually express my heart out to mm. because when I try it's like no but they also try to lose weight but they like four sizes yeah. smaller than me so you know like, yeah and then even like some people like that you meet that maybe the same size as you they have some weird ass energy mm. but anyway that's that's personalities <laughs> that's not about body types yeah but yeah like i'm happy that i have someone like you to like look up to and she's older than me so i can ask her for any type of <laughs> shit so i'm happy that i have someone like you who i can talk to who i can like bounce off ideas yeah. off of you know and i feel like because you're in such a positive space like you really do inspire me i know you don't like comments but like you really really do and i'm so happy that we got the opportunity to actually like record today yeah i feel like this episode is really really important i feel like a lot of people are gonna relate to it relate yeah. like it um thank you, but yeah, me. Thank you so much I'm i really so appreciate it um to my listeners i hope you guys really really enjoyed this episode this is an authentic take this is from people who live the experience every single day we don't get to like change our bodies like just like that um so yeah i hope you guys really appreciate that and as i always say have a good day have a good life have a great well a good week but yeah (laughs) anyway um yeah i'll see you guys and let me know if you guys have anything to say about it um yeah i'm always open to like reaching out i mean i'm going through exams but you know whatever i'll make some time i'll make some time but thank you so much charity for being on the episode i really appreciate it